Um, I don't usually do this. It's always a bad sign when you hear the pastor say that. <laughs> um, I'm supposed to preach on generosity today. And um, I think I'm going to change it up and, and share something that will be a little shorter. Um, and that really the play that we just watched kind of sets this up. Um, I want you to open your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke. It's right after Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke in the New Testament. And this, this will be a very brief message, but I think it's important to share as we come to the Christmas, as we come to Christmas Day, as we're in the Christmas season, if we listen to what the world says about Christmas, it's all about what we should do, how we should behave, how you should feel. It's the Christmas spirit, right? Um, and so the movies and the songs sort of encourage us to get in the mood for Christmas and to become more generous and to, and to uh, uh, spend time with friends and family and, and to um, tell the old stories and, and think about the meaning of the season, right? And there's something fundamentally wrong with, with that because Christmas is not about what we should do but what God has already done in history. That's what the gospel is. The gospel is not advice for how to live. It's a, it is a report of something that has happened, of what God has done. The title of this play we just saw was The Greatest News of All, and that's what the gospel is. It's news. I was reading a book by Tim Keller the other day about Christmas, and he made the point. He said, imagine there's an army about to invade your city, and the, the military generals and, and strategists gather, and they say, okay, this is what you need to do to be ready. You need to build ramparts. You need to stockpile food. You need to put men in these positions to defend the city. That's advice. But what if... The king's army has gone out and defeated the enemy army and comes back with a message. What kind of message is that? It's news. You're free. You're safe. You're, you don't need to fear anymore. You don't need to run away from the city. You don't need to hoard things anymore because the enemy has been defeated. That's the difference between news and advice. News tells us something that has happened. Advice tells us what we should do. And when you get news, all you can do is choose how to respond to it. You say, do I believe this is true or not? And if it is true, how should I live my life? What does it mean for me? So in the Gospel of Luke, and Luke gives us most of the Christmas story, by the way, that we celebrate or that we, we saw today. The very first verse, a few verses of Luke say this. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us. 
that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Everything that we read in the Bible about Jesus came from eyewitness accounts. Verse 3, with this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus. This is probably the wealthy patron that commissioned the Gospel of Luke. So that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. So you may know this actually happened that God sent his son, that Jesus was born in Bethlehem on a certain night and a certain time, that people saw this, that, that, that Jesus grew up and actually did the things the Bible says he did, and then he actually died and he actually rose again. And if all of that is true, all we can do is choose to believe it and respond in faith or to not believe it. But the gospel is not good advice for how to be a better person or how you should feel or how to get into the Christmas spirit. As Luke goes on, he, uh, in chapter 2, he simply reports you know, all these things that happened. Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Verse 4, Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee. Verse 8, there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them. You see the, the past tense verbs, this happened. These things are true. This really happened. So I'd encourage you, if you're a believer in Jesus already, you can, you can know the certainty of what we believe. It's true. And you don't, God is not telling you this Christmas season to, 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 to muster up some kind of a special feeling and to... Um, you know, all these shoulds that you should do or should feel or should think, but simply to accept the gift of Jesus and to continue to trust in him and to know that this stuff actually happened. And to say, well, how should I, how, then how should I live in faith? How should I trust? How should I follow if this is really true? if Jesus was really born and really died and really rose again. And if you aren't a believer in Jesus, or if you've never really decided for yourself, you know, maybe this is a myth, a fairy tale, maybe it's just a legend. I wanna, I'm here today to tell you this is true history and that, that if Jesus really came, and did the things he did, and died and rose again, then that changes everything for you. Because everything hinges on whether you have faith in Jesus. Whether you respond to him in faith and repentance and make him your Lord, and are, uh, allow him to transform you through the power of his Holy Spirit. 
That's the true meaning of Christmas, is to humble ourselves before Jesus and let him change us because he's real, because all this really happened, because his promises are true. And that's all I want to share with you this morning.